0: Mm-hmm. Ladies, 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 ladies of leisure, ladies, ladies of leisure, ladies, ladies of leisure, leisure. Hello and welcome to Ladies of Leisure. I'm Lisa and I'm here with another one of our bonus episodes. What are things that we are doing in our regular lives while we try to live by the word of the week? Although it does seem like we haven't really done a word of the week in a while, instead I threw a guest episode. We had Erica Vilan. she's beautiful, and we lived mostly through her book last week. If you haven't listened to it, it's amazing. I already bought the book for a couple people that requested it, or I kind of pushed it on him and said, you probably need this in your life. So we hopefully have a word of the week coming. So Jana and I have just been having rough patches, basically. <laughs> when we eventually do our word of the week of celebrate, I'm sure it's going to be great. Meanwhile, this is what we look like behind the scenes to just give you an insider view. It's WhatsApp. We get on at various hours Also, mind blown, England is only four hours ahead of us. So normally it's five and we try to coordinate our recording around that, but now it's only four because their daylight savings time is different. One, as a geography major who had to learn about time zones and different weird places that don't do daylight savings, I feel like I should have known that different places go on different times. Still, mind blown this week when she told me that now it's only four hours that we have to coordinate. So if everything goes according to the plan, a word of the week is coming. But for all of our listeners for this beautiful Friday, it's what are we doing? What are the ladies of leisure doing behind the scenes? How are we coping? I will say we're not coping well. I have been bouncing back and forth of elated. Like I had a moment where I was driving down a road. It was wide open because time isn't real. So I was going to work at an odd time after having just done two hours at the butt crack of dawn before my kids got up and music came on from the nineties, like cake going the distance and some other just driving tunes. And I had the windows down because it wasn't super duper cold. It was lovely. And I just had this feeling of like, life is great. And then today it's been cramps, a reminder that femininity is amazing and terrible all at the same time. There's also been conversations this week where you're talking to someone you're like, I think... They don't realize I'm an intelligent individual, and they don't need to baby-splain this to me. And then Slajana's side—it's mental health, it's dealing with COVID, and moving to a place that's four hours ahead. It's new culture, it's new job. I would say she's probably winning on all the new things. Like I feel like my new house brings me great joy because I walk into a new room and. Well, she has a beautiful place. For those that don't know, she has like a beautiful three bedroom. She walks 10 minutes to work. It is lovely. She has a tubby, but they do weird things there. She's talked before about the plugs. It still sounds very stressful when she describes it because I have like a mini support system here where if I can't do something, I can call someone or I have a friend who might be willing to give me a few boxes. Or I have a husband, even sometimes my kids, occasionally I can convince them to go get me something from another room. It may not exactly be what I asked, but occasionally they're useful. Like yesterday, they helped me build their toy organizer. I felt like that was a huge win. The fact that my kid took a screwdriver and didn't use it to harm someone, use it as a lightsaber, any of those just positive wins overall. So, I feel like Sly Jane has probably got the more transition and it's been stressful. So when we have our words of the week and we're like, oh yeah, we should really celebrate. We've been struggling to come up with things to celebrate about and and try to do all the things. So that's been a majority of our conversations behind the scenes is it's hard to try to motivate yourself sometimes when you're just feeling all the things looking just at all the things. So that being said, what are some things that we're actually doing behind the scenes that are happiness? One, I'm getting a ton of books in from the library and it's starting to feel cool out. So I'm now kind of a weirdo. I haven't had a a deck to use in so long that now at around 6 a.m., I will be kind of in my like pseudo outdoor PJs. Do people have outdoor PJs? These are my outdoor PJs. It's yoga pants that would be appropriate to go to the store in, meaning there's not like holes in random laces and they don't look like I was poured into them. Those are like my appropriate outdoors. And then a giant sweatshirt. Bra doesn't have to be included in that. It can be braless. But sitting outside with a cup of coffee and it's super dark. So I now have string lights that I put on and I will read outside for about 20 minutes. And this goes to one of the words we had a couple weeks ago in one of my, what are my favorite things and what are we doing? The Hruslav, I looked it up. It's the Norwegian word for open air living. And I kind of feel like I'm like my dad now. So my dad has a two pack of cigarettes a day. Eh, he might be down. He might be down to like one pack, maybe less than one pack, but he starts off his day going outside and and smoking a cigarette and reading. I feel like I'm a little bit like my dad now where I'm like, oh yeah, this is nice. Just sitting in the dark with my little string lights while I try to read and have coffee in my open air living and it's great. And then my dog sits next to me. So I've kind of gotten to that. I'm literally probably the only person that's doing that within a good mile radius. And if they are doing it, they're probably doing like their screen in porches or whatever. It's okay. I feel very confident doing it in my own backyard. The other thing that I'm doing as I get these books, so the books I'm reading now is a lot of organization. Because I feel like when you're drowning in something, my first go-to is I should read a bunch of books about this. And I was already reading the books about it, but now I have a new library up the street, the Burke Center Library, and they have lots of sexy books that people have donated over time. So the book I have is Craft Room Organization, which is probably... As googly as you think it is, it is pictures of crazy craft rooms, and there are tests on what is your craft room personality. In case you were wondering, I am the expressive, I will mix all the colors and all the feelings. I'm also a fiery air design according to the test, but I also feel like all the craft rooms are crazy in I can't imagine designing a room around one of my crafts. So if you were a leader test, was that the leader test? Leader crafter, you have a very beautiful organized, has a theme to your method and madness. And those are the things that show up on Pinterest. As an expressive, mine did not show up on Pinterest. Mine were... It's the crazy cat lady, honestly. Or the the purple with red motif that the Red Hat Society has. Those are like colors that go together, which is why I've always said I probably need a she shed to hide these things. And interestingly enough, many of these she sheds in this book are expressives. If you're wondering what your craft room is, (laughs) because... I don't know how you could listen to this and not wonder what your craft room is. There's also the guardian. The guardian has like subtle, just subtle lights, some elegant antique furniture, you know, also functions your private sanctuary, small accent pieces. That could be you. A little bit more about the leader, like some recess lighting. You got some chrome glass table or mahogany desk, pristine, classy feel, that's you as a leader. You're probably bringing in people and showing them how to like lead. If it just looks like crap all over the place, they call that expressive adventurer. Eclectic manner, that's the polite way of like saying there's like just crap all over the place. If you mix red, blues and then you have a dish with a bunch of crap in it and you're like, "Oh, this is my this is my beads and all the other things on it." Yeah, you're you're an adventurer apparently. That's a polite way. The idealist is natural and simple. Everything looks nice, very beigey. Cotton is your textile of choice, live plants, fresh flowers. So Jana's into the flower arranging. I I can't keep flowers in my house. I just let them die to like the point where I might as well spray paint them and make them look like they were supposed to be here for the long term. But if you need this book in your life and you need to know how would you organize your craft room, the pictures are delightful. So the actual name of the book is called Organizing Your Craft Space by Joe Packham. And, you know, the pictures are at least interesting, especially now with people like trying to carve out their own nook in COVID. I think that's what drew me to this. I need to carve out my own nook, not necessarily so much for COVID, but also because there's a bunch of crazy crap everywhere in my house right now that are books. I have a tower of books right next to a ceramic piggy bank that I made that like even for apparently an adventurer, it's not feeling great. I have gone on a little bit of a binger lately, bought organizing things, which is a very anti-me. I would rather take a bunch of boxes and put duct tape on them and then slide them under a coffee table, which is one of the things I did. But According to the Home Edit Ladies, which is one of the books that should be shown up to my library feed, I, I, I almost called it my Amazon wish list, but it's my library wish list. Does everyone else have these? Where basically you go in and you wish for a bunch of books, and like when they show up, you put them on hold and stuff. I got I got a long list over there. In fact, it was so long, you can actually say put this back on the next round, so like the next person in line will get it. You can get it a week later. The other thing that happened recently regarding the library, I've had a lot of fun with the library recently. Going there in person for 30 minutes was a delight, picking out some books. But because of the move, I should have taken library books back, but I accumulated quite the fees. Now, Slajana owned up that she at one point owed the book $65. I didn't get that high. I got up to $47. And that's because they charge you the book. So if the book doesn't come back in a certain time frame, they'll charge you the amount for the book. And two silly books that I didn't even want and would be very angry to pay full price for, I had them. They were in my house. It was my fault. Once you give them back, the quarantine for books these days is seven days. So it takes a little while. So I had books that were at the library for pickup, and I was too embarrassed to go because I didn't want the little express checkout to give that angry ding-dong sound, like it goes, and lets you know that you owe fees to like anyone within a 10-foot radius. It's usually the librarians who give you the judgy stare, and they, in fact, would give me a judgy stare. And... I didn't want that. So I waited till everything had cleared. I ended up only with like I think it was $10 in late fees. So I didn't I didn't have to pay the the obviously they got the books back. I didn't have to pay the full price. But it was getting close. I was almost a slajana on my my library fees over there. But going to the organization that I was doing, so I'm getting these organization books and then I decided to actually apply those organizations. I did get some rainbow buckets. I got this little shelf with the buckets so you could see what's actually in the buckets. I then started working on my command center. I actually found the little mail files I wanted and I got that. So now I have three pieces to my command center. And I think I've talked about the command center before, but it's basically your calendar, where you put important documents, where you put postcards that maybe you get. We just got a postcard this week. We have a friend that travels a lot and they send us postcards. And this week, I think it was Acadia National Park. And I love getting postcards. If anyone wants to send me a postcard, that would be fantastic. So anyway, I decided to go and try to fix my command center with mail files I now need a a small charging station. I just charge all my stuff everywhere. It's a little crazy, but I still don't want to buy a whole new table when I know we have like, I don't want to build a table, obviously, but I could just pile a bunch of books and make it a charging station. I mean, it is that easy. But anyway, part of the organization also purging things. So we did purge as a word quite, I want to say that was our first year. So this is, for anyone who is counting, this is episode 99, which means we are almost to episode 100. So maybe episode like 20-ish. I think we did purge. It was just getting rid of a bunch of stuff. Fall is a great time to do that because I like going outside Because it's nice and cool on rainy days. It's like terribly rainy today. It's nice to go in and just throw some crap in the garbage and be like, you're dead to me. I was listening to another podcast. Oh gosh, I need to look up what the name of it is because these ladies, if you like our podcast, I found these ladies to be amazing. And one of them, oh, it's called TMGW. And, oh, This Might Get Weird is the name of the podcast. And the one I'm listening to is their episode 101, Mamre's Erotic Novels. I'm not even all the way through the episode, but they took Purge to a whole new level. One person gets a giant dumpster every season, like every fall and just chucks everything. And I thought that was crazy. I don't even know that I have enough stuff. I think Slajana would jump in and be like, no, I think you would fill it very easily if you could. I don't know that I could. And that's impressive. So feel free to listen to that podcast. It's pretty, pretty good. And it's two ladies just chatting about all the amazing things. And then... As part of my my purging, I also am doing this 30-day Organize Your Craft Room. I've made it to day three, and it's been over a week. Because one of the things they say is, go through all your stuff and purge. I got a lot of stuff, and it's still in boxes. So I got to sort it and trash it. So day three of the challenge, but it's taking me a little bit longer, and I don't want to feel judged for that but purging, organizing. I haven't quite gotten to the decorating. I don't know how other people are. How easy is it for you to decide what artwork goes up on your walls? There are some nails in the wall that I just feel compelled to use right away. So I'll put something up because it wasn't it w- wasn't very hard for me. But I started to put things up and be like, I don't want to look at that. And so a lot of paintings or pictures or frames, I'm moving around the house, but like leaving on the floor, I just don't want to commit. My mom had told me I should just like get the command hooks and I have them and put them up. And that's probably going to be the next thing I do. But it's daunting to be like, do I want this here or do I not want this here? I have no problem putting nail holes in the wall. It's just, I have to get the hammer and get the nail those are in two very different places. They shouldn't be because I should be organizing. It's just, I feel like a commitment of two tools that I would probably need to get. The last thing I want to bring up is it's Halloween. And listening to the radio today, I heard people saying that they were originally going to put a table out and or do the Halloween shoots where they shoot candy. This is a follow-up from Things I Love. I love getting free candy. My mom sent me... Well, she sent the boys candy, but some of them were my favorite candies, like almond joys and milky ways. I heard that we are not supposed to do that because of COVID. So many people who are trying to do alternatives to trick or treat are now like pulling back and being like, oh, we should probably not do this because of COVID or there are surges. I think I'm still going to try to put a table out with some candy. Right? I'm going to dare to do it. I will possibly not touch anything i was thinking if i lay the table out and put little pieces of candy like okay imagine this i'm holding a bag with two hands but i'm kind of rationing out through my hands being on the plastic bag a like piece of candy every like couple inches right that would be okay. I haven't touched them. The only person who's going to touch them is the kid running up. I think that's fine, right? I don't know. I will let you know after Halloween how this goes, but I'm I'm still hopeful that I can at least walk my kids around because they're being transformers in boxes. And the one activity we're doing that includes going to a trick or treat like thing is a drive through trick or treat. My old neighbor got a ticket by accident for this drive through and he offered it to me. So we're going to be going, but I don't know what it looks like. I guess we all sit in the car and my kids still sit in car seats and we roll up, but are they in costumes and are they saying trick or treat and our kids or other adults throwing candy in an open window? Are we all masked? I don't know. I have so many questions. And I will get answers tomorrow at 4.30 because that's what my ticket says. And I will report back what this looks like. But otherwise, some people I heard were doing scavenger hunts. I I guess I could do that. I don't know. It seems like a lot of effort. I'm not sure I really want to do that. Anyway, I would love to hear what other people are doing for Halloween. Are you going out? Are you not? I know I heard that parties are being taken down a notch. I would definitely be someone that was probably not going to go to some of the infamous places where they used to have costume contests and I would win because of my friends helping out. I did have someone ask what my costume was. I'm too exhausted. There's a lot of moving boxes that I had to use for the kids' costumes. I, I'm i just not going to make my own, especially in this year. If no one's going to see my costume... Oh, pfft can't be bragging about like that to no one on the streets. Or it's going to be weird if I tried to match my kids who are Optimus Prime and Bumblebee Transformers and I was Megatron, the big evil one. If no one's going to see that, it's not exciting. Anyway, it's going to be a weird year and I would love to hear what happens afterwards. I hope you're all taking care of yourselves. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, Slajana and I have been very slow energy on a lot of things. We're we realize we should be open about how it feels and how lethargic it is. So I hope that you're not thinking everyone else is doing great and you're the one that's just like kind of blah. Everyone's not doing great. We're just doing the bare minimum. There's days where you can get the energy up to do all the things, but you know, if you can't just take care of yourselves and do what you do you. That's that's what you just need to focus on. You do you. We'll eventually get through this. We're getting through it now. Just you do to you. Anyway, tune in next week. We will hopefully have another great podcast for you with the word of the week LOL.